Gone are the taboo days of pot. As cannabis becomes increasingly celebrated, understood, and legal, it's still a long way from eradicating the stigmas created from years of misinformation. We're investigating facts, cutting through fiction, exploring medical solutions, and sharing the stories of the people making it all possible on the Cultured Cannabis Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Cultured Cannabis Podcast. Today, I'm joined by the founder and owner of High Minded Events, Phil Cooper. Phil, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it is a pleasure. Uh, especially talking about cannabis is always a good conversation. It's always a good good thing to talk about. Yeah, but tell me about High Minded Events, and uh, you know, obviously, it's, it's a new company. I'm assuming just because cannabis is new in Illinois. Yeah, it's it's a very new company. Um, I founded it in uh, 2020. Um, kind of when I didn't know what else to do because I've been in the industry for events um, for many years. And so obviously 2020 had a lot of obstacles. And so um, I'd wanted to get into cannabis and and work with them on their kind of marketing events. And so um, I thought of a you know, what could they use to, to market? And I thought, well, to be able to taste their product, to be able to experience their product, to be able to, you know, get their product, um, you know, people to look at it in a different way. Um, and so um, I created High Minded Events and we are basically have two areas of our company. Um, the first area um, is our most kind of like uh, photographic, <laughs> uh, which is our, our kind of cannabis catering service. So we work with our clients um, on their private events, um, to provide them with cannabis services. So we provide equipment rental, um, device rental, um, consultation, um, and then service. Um, and we can coordinate like bakers and chefs to serve their cannabis to their guests. So the one thing that we don't do for our, our, our clients is we, we do not buy or, or, um, or, or sell cannabis. Um, we, we make it pretty easy for them as far as Telling them what to get. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. we provide a, a very full service concierge service as much as we can right now um, with the the laws that have been, you know, kind of provided to us. So, I mean, we will go as far as to help our clients, you know, locate the best dispensary, you know, nearest to them or um, that has the best products available to them. And we'll even help them put in a pre-order, you know, nice. and tell them exactly what they need to get. The only thing that they really have to do is they have to go to the dispensary and they have to purchase the cannabis themselves. And then once they're done with that, you know, they can gift it to their guests however they want. Sure. And we just provide basically the vessel for them to do so. That's amazing. And so who are your clients and who, who's looking to do this? Is it just everyday people who <clears throat> want to throw uh, a dinner party? Yeah. I mean, all sorts of people. I mean, we have done a lot of weddings uh, oh, in nice. the last year. Yeah. Um, we, you know, so aside from, you know, smoking cannabis, you can also, you know, obviously you can eat it. Everybody knows about edibles, but there's actually lots of great um, beverage products that are coming out. So we can even create really sophisticated. Um, I focus on mocktails um, just because I don't drink. Um, so I'd like to see this as an alternative to alcohol. Absolutely. Um, but we, uh, we, do these mocktails and people love it. And it's very approachable at a wedding where like, you know, grandma, she may not smoke a joint, but no, she may try that little microdose drink. Interesting. Yeah. That's really cool. So from the mocktail, is, is it really uh, like a one-to-one -one for what someone might expect going to a bar, or like having a bartender? Yeah. So it's all really dependent on a person's tolerance, right? Mm -hmm. So like, you know, somebody who is experienced like us, like, you know, like a two and a half, you know, milligram, you know, mocktail, 
we might have to have, you know, a few before we really start to feel. A hundred of them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally. In the first hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two and a half grams, that's. Uh, yeah. But for somebody who's new to it. No, like I. You know, we, we want them to be able to have four drinks over, over the course of the night, which, you know, I mean, if they were to, you know, nurse, you know, four beers over the course of the night, they may be even a little less intoxicated or equal to so is that something then like when that two and a half grams, is that kind of a standard? Milligrams. Then? Right, right. Uh, milligrams, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two and a half grams, right? <laughs> that, that might be about right then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, no, no. So those two and a half milligrams, is it that that's kind of the standard or can you tweak it upon request, if you will? Yeah. So um, it really depends on the product that we're working with. Um, some products, um, they just measure and dose out um, where we can take it down to that 2.5 milligrams. But something that we ask all of our bud tenders to do is really have a conversation with the guest at the at the bar. You know, we wanna make sure that, you know, somebody who's never experienced cannabis before, that they don't come up and have like a 10 milligram drink and then, you know, <laughs> 45 minutes later, they're in a corner like, oh my God, is my heart jumping out of my chest? Well, no, it's not. But, you know, if, if we can find out, oh, I've never had cannabis before, right. we can say like, oh, let's start with 2.5 milligrams, come back in, you know, 45 minutes, let me know how you feel. Or if they're like, um, I had 100 milligrams for breakfast this morning, um, we're like, okay, well, do you want to double? <laughs> you know? yeah. So we can go ahead and adjust it, you know, for them uh, in, in those ways, so. Well, I think it's so cool. I mean, you know, when, when you're talking about weddings, there's always the uncertainty of, especially towards the end of the night, that depending on how much guests have had to drink, that it could be a very interesting night, right? And you have people who, who um, maybe do some regrettable things. But with cannabis, it's it's you don't have that kind of effect, right? So, or I, typically, anyway. No, I I 100% agree. I mean, I like to say that I think cannabis is a less messy alternative to alcohol. For sure. You know, I mean, I, so I don't drink alcohol because I'm a recovering alcoholic. Oh, and um, I had, you know, I mean, it was a lot of fun, but there was, you know, a lot of moments where it was not fun. Right. And, and I realized that wasn't my best. But I'd been consuming cannabis, you know, since I was 18. And, you know, it never, you know, left me in the same kind of state that alcohol did. Um, and so, um, you know, I find that as a way for me to, to work with it. Um, or to, to work around alcohol is to be able to join the party by enjoying cannabis. Um, and so we are trying to provide um, people with kind of the same option um, at private events. And so what's, what's the vibe like technically when you do, or uh, typically when you do these uh, weddings, for example? And I'm curious about the weddings because you know, they typically bring out the best in people. They get, you have fun. It's, you're there to celebrate. Um, so for those that are wondering, you know, what, what's the vibe like or what can I expect if I were to throw uh, a cannabis wedding? You know, I don't know if it would be any different. I think it'll be less messy. I mean, like, I think there will be, you know, less drama. I think there will be, you know, I mean, not that like weddings have fights. I mean, but, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, people can get just heated. sloppy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, I think the one thing to, to realize is that, I mean, there's been cannabis at weddings for for decades. <laughs> right. You just didn't know it because they all had to go out to the car, for to the sure, parking lot sure. to do it. That's so true. You're, and, you're so right. Though. And we're really, I mean, give us some dignity. Allow us to be honest and open with our co consumption. Like, you know, and, and that's what we're doing. Like, it's not this dirty thing that we have to go hide out in the bushes to do. Right. No, that's a good point. We, this wasn't just invented. It just it became legal. Yeah. Like, that's how it was. Yeah. The, the cool cousins at the, at the side of the room, <laughs> they were the ones who were outside. Those, yeah, those are the cool guys. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then for like, the, I guess the, the normalization of it, one of the things that um, you know, we had talked about that's really important to you is the, 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 the cultured aspect of it, right? <clears throat> and obviously it's 
cultured cannabis. But what what does that look like for you in terms of the mission to educate people, to have those perceptions change, especially at those events where the person that um, organized it isn't necessarily the one that you have to be concerned with. It might be the guests or grandma mm-hmm. or whoever. How do you overcome just some of those stigmas that, that have existed for so long? Well, so my background, when I worked in events, I worked in design. Um, and so... I am a firm believer that design matters. Absolutely. And so I believe that if we can design a product and experience that is approachable and beautiful and elegant, that it'll change people's minds. You know, the thing is, you know, people are like, oh, what's a cannabis event like? I don't know. I mean, what's a alcohol event like? I mean, like, (laughs) (laughs) like it doesn't have to be, you know, be, be, be weird. It's just, you know, it's, um, I'm sorry, I lost track of where I was going with that. No, I was asking you about the, um, just in terms of uh, the perception, right? Overcoming that perception. Right, and so, um, you know, people think it's this dirty thing or, again, this thing you have to do in the back. And I, I think if we can make the experience beautiful and elegant, that they'll see, again, like, grandma, like, I didn't know I could drink cannabis. I felt great. My arthritis was gone the next day. I mean, you know, what and a I'm nice... I'm sure you do hear that, though. What a nice thing to be able to offer people and introduce them to. And, I mean... I feel like there's many reasons why I created um, high-minded events, and part of it was just the fact that, like, like I said, I had started smoking cannabis when I was 18 years old, and it was an amazing experience, and it, it turned me into, you know, uh, an enthusiast, let's say. Sure. Um, and then I hear people, and they're like, "Oh, I tried cannabis once, and I'll never do it again." And and it's like you inquire a little bit deeper into that, and you find out, "Oh, yeah, I had an edible." <laughs> Um, okay, well, how much, you know, you know, THC was in it? Oh, 50 milligrams. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Even I don't know. Worse, somebody, right? just gave, <laughs> somebody just made brownies and gave me a square, and I don't know. I I, I, I woke up the next day, and, you know, I will, you have to, like, yeah. know what you're consuming, yeah, right? And yeah. so, so that's part of what we're doing also, you know. So even with these events, trying to, you know, in those conversations we're having with guests, you know, having that conversation about milligrams. A lot of people who are new to cannabis don't understand that you can, you know, know the dosage, you know, prior to consuming. So being able to show people, um, you know, how to read a package, you know, sometimes that's what we're doing at, at events. We actually have people come up to us who don't consume at our bars, who just ask our bud tenders questions and ask like, look at the products <laughs> and stuff, which I love. I feel like if, again, if we're giving them that experience, maybe we're getting them one step closer to yeah. one day going into a dispensary themselves and having a positive experience. And so I feel like we have a tremendous responsibility in the way that we approach it so that those people don't have negative experiences. And that's why we really do concentrate on microdosing, um, because the last thing we want is somebody right. who's to have a bad experience. Right. Because I always find that like, oh, I'll never try it again. I don't know how many times have people been hung over, but mm. they're, you know, but they're having hair of the dog in the next morning to, to get rid of the hangovers. So, you know, I say, you know, give it a second chance, you know, give it a second chance with a little bit of information and some education and um, in a good environment. And I'm sure we can, you know, give you a more positive experience. And as I'm hearing it too, it's just one of those things that it almost seems like at an event, it becomes a little more intellectual, right? Where people are asking questions, they're mm-hmm. learning about something. There's, it's interesting, yep. right? It creates that in sense. Yep. And, and, you know, with our events, you know, our goal is not to get people wasted. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, you know, I, I don't want to be wasted at an event. You know, I want to be engaged and social. And so, you know, one, it's, it's all about 
curating the correct menu, right? You know, so if you're going to have all these like, you know, real heavy sedative, you know, strains available, I mean, obviously that's going to have an effect on your party, right, right? You know, but at the same time, you know, if you're going to have all these like super energizing, you know, anxiety causing strains, you know, that could also create, you know, some uncomfortable situations at a party. So it's really about, you know, putting together the, the right type of menu. But then it's, we really just offer people samples, you know, like it doesn't take a lot of cannabis to get people a little elevated. Even somebody, you know, as experienced as, as myself or, or maybe even you, Tony, um, you know, you can still have a nice light buzz, right, you know, right. um, and, and, and be engaged. And <clears throat> I like to consider our one experience with the, the vape exhale, the one vaporizer I was telling you about before. Yeah, that sounds so cool by the way. I like to compare it to like more of like a fine wine or whiskey tasting, right? So yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to um, a wedding where maybe at the end of the night after dessert, after dessert, you know, they'll have like a wine tasting or whiskey yep. tasting or cigar roller. Yep. So that's how a lot of people see our kind of service, you know, bring it in as kind of a specialty moment for the event. Oh, and where people can go out there kind of after dinner yeah, yeah. and, you know, enjoy a little smoke or have a little mocktail or, um, you know, learn something new. And um, it's really fun, you know, doing these kind of, I like to call them tasting experiences. Um, Cause even now we're doing um, events for bud tenders um, and they're using our devices. And it's so fun to see people who use cannabis all the time and, you know, for long periods of time, you know, so they're very, very experienced to come to one of our events and use one of our devices and see like their their eyes light up, realizing like, oh my God, I've never tasted that before. Like I've been missing out on this. Like that's what a terpene is. Oh my God. <laughs> you know? So it's it's um yeah, it's, it's, it's just been a really fun journey and I can't wait to keep taking it further and, you know, introducing people to so many different aspects of cannabis and the ways that they can incorporate it, you know, into their life positively. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing too, is I was thinking about what you were saying and just um, the pain-free aspect of things, right? Where I didn't think about that, right? Like I, I'm fortunate. I feel very blessed. I'm, I don't have anything to deal with per se that um, I notice a benefit in that way of living pain-free or, or you know, pain-free moments. Yeah. Do you find that, like, especially in in events like that, where maybe dancing or things that require people to be mobile that weren't able to do so before, but then all of a sudden, you know, they take a little bit of cannabis, and the next thing you know, they're finding themselves on the dance floor because, wow, look, I don't feel my back pain or my joint pain or whatever that is that they were experiencing. Um, I haven't personally made those observations yet. That would be so cool. <laughs> but but I don't right. doubt that there may be happening. You know, I mean, like, um, seems like a marketable uh, benefit though yeah. to the experience. I mean, like, you know, little like little, grandmas out there. Yeah, a little like, redheaded stranger in me. You know, that puts me on the dance floor. So I don't know why I wouldn't do it to somebody else. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that though. Um, and, and as far as the the relationship you have with Bud Tenders, t- t- tell me a little bit about that and how you know you the, the community that you're now being a part of or that you're creating even um, has grown for you? Um, yeah, um, it's uh, it's been kind of a, a wild ride. Um, so, um, you know, starting a new business in a brand new industry that, you know, again, like nobody knows you can even do something. It's, I mean, it's been a very long journey, you know, it's very slow, um, you know, but tenders, um, obviously when I start going to a medical dispensary, they're the first people that I interacted with, Right. you know, and, um, and, and you really do, you know, trust them because sometimes, I mean, I don't know. I'm, well, I guess trust. I mean, like I used to trust my old dealer, right? right. I don't know. He just brought me the bag. I just gave him money, you know, <laughs> but I mean, you're also sending people to these bud tenders right. now. Exactly. And, um, but I mean, um, 
they have so much information and they're getting the best information. Yeah. Um, but they have a lot of information to to get. And, you know, it is um it's a difficult job. You know, they're they're on their their feet and um they're dealing with people from, you know, very, you know, um complicated medical problems, you know, to just like first time people who want to just like get the giggles. That's so true. And good point. And so, you know, um, so we really have a lot of respect for these bud tenders and, and, and what they have to to do. And so, um, we're very happy to have some incredible bud tenders working for us, um, as part of our um, kind of freelance event, uh, staff where they, you know, are hired for the events to do the actual like service and education, uh, at the events. But something else that we're starting to get into are actually our uh, bud tender engagement events. So, you know, bud tenders and and product buyers, you know, um, for a cannabis brand, you know, they're very important people. They are the frontline sales. They're the ones buying and selling their product the most, right? So um, we're working to create professional experiences where we can bring in large groups of bud tenders together, um, along with multiple brands represented, um, where bud tenders can come in for a fun party atmosphere that allows them to network while also being able to get the best, newest information from the licensed brands in the state, while also having an opportunity to sample some of those products and being able to um, experience the effects of them so they can properly communicate that to their um, you know, patients and their other customers. That's so cool. Um- what relationship do you, th- you know, you hear the word bud tender and, and, and you have these mocktails. What relationship or what role do you see in terms of mixologists and that kind of evolving from the alcohol based, you know, bartenders? But. Nice underwear. Oh my God. Mike's just going to have to wait. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but no, so what relationship do you see in terms of uh, bartenders, mixologists playing a role in the cannabis world, right? Where people, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of alcohol. I have a cocktail every, every now and then, but it doesn't make me feel great. Yep. And if I could choose that mocktail with you know, some uh, CBD and THC in it, that, would, that sounds way more appealing to me and have that kind of same experience. How do you see those two worlds kind of uh, uh, colliding? Um, colliding. Um, I don't know if I see them colliding or as more or less meshing. Um, so I think, um, first of all, I think, you know, in like food and beverage, there's a lot of people who already use cannabis and um, experiment with cannabis in different ways. You know, I think the the thing that'll be difficult for, you know, um, mixologists or chefs and mainstream restaurants and um, bars and things like that, it'll be licensing. That'll be the, the the real obstacle for them. So so that's why right now we're able to do everything we do because we only work on private events, right. private clients. Um, you know, we're, we're not, nobody can just walk into one of our events from the street. So, so that's how we're able to operate. Um, how, how will that work in the future? I'm not even going to guess. I mean, I'm not going to wait for the state or the city to, to do anything. I mean, they, we still don't have licenses for, you know, black and brown people in this state. So, I mean, I'm not going to worry about how like we're going to start serving thc mocktails at a boca restaurant so it's just not going to happen yet yeah no that's a good point and as far as the vision for the brand where do you want to take it where do you see it what's the goal yeah so um 
our goal is to uh, to continue growing, um, but um, to really be able to start working directly with more cannabis brands, helping them communicate their you know brand story through engaging event experiences, um, and you know to really be able to work with some of the multi-state operators that are here in Illinois um, and across the country, you know where we can produce something and design something for them here in Chicago and make it mobile so they can take it to you know other markets around the country. Um, So I'm hoping that in like the next year or so I can stop taking on some of my other kind of like just design business, you know, for my mainstream clients, you know, and really be focused just on on cannabis. And and it's starting to pick up. So I I think it's going to happen. Oh, very cool. And you also have something coming up in June, right? June 1st? Yes, yes. Um, So speaking about tender events, um, we have our Higher Love uh, Pride Month kickoff event. It's on June 1st uh, at the Palm House in Evanston at 619 uh, Howard Street, just a couple blocks west of the Red Line. And um, we're hoping to see about four to 600 bud tenders there uh, for a fabulous night of uh, cannabis education with lots of great brands, uh, licensed brands here in the state and dispensaries represented at the event. Um, and uh, we're going to have some great uh Food and and some beverage available that's included in their their ticket cost, um, and then uh, of course we're going to have a, an amazing drag performance with a uh, 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 local Chicagoan and uh, RuPaul Drag Race uh, season thirteen contestant uh, Denali Fox. Um, she was also just uh, she skated for the Blackhawks just a couple of weeks ago. So cool. Um, and then um, our MC is Bambi Banks Coulee, and then we have performances by uh, Kenzie and uh, Chloe Coulee, um, who uh, the three of them together are the drag daughters of Shea Coulee, who is a RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star winner and also a Chicagoan. So we're really excited to be able to give the, the bud tender such a fantastic performance um, and, and, and entertainment, and along with you know uh, a place where they can really be themselves and authentically themselves, whether they're gay, you know, or lesbian or bi or trans, or just, you know, an ally, you know, a like supporter. yourself. And um um, and to be able to do that openly and honestly with their own cannabis consumption. So um, we're, we're excited to bring that. And we hope to see all the, the butt tenders in, in the state and actually the southwest corner of Michigan and even Missouri to, to come up here um, uh, for a great night. Sounds like a lot of fun. And, you know, you're right. Everyone needs their space. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it's, it's you doing it. So uh, with that being said, I just want to thank you for coming in and you know being a pioneer in the industry. So awesome. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much, Tony.